Hello, crime lovers, and welcome to Crime on Tap. I'm Megan, joined by my co-host, Sean. And welcome to our true crime podcast. Join us weekly as we drink our favorite cocktails and discuss gruesome murders, kidnappings, conspiracies, and more. Share the podcast with your friends, family, and heck, your grandma. Leave a review and make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Crime on Tap Pod. Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week. And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy. Oh my god, Megan! Oh my god, it's the final episode of season one on Crime Oh, stop, I'm gonna cry! <laughs> it's like an end of an era. It really is. Like, end of an era, beginning of a newer one. <laughs> mm-hmm. 2022 is gonna be the year of Crime on Tap. The year we get a new sponsorship. <laughs> yes. Sean had reached out to the, t- the anchor team. Yes, our hosts. <laughs> and... In case you haven't heard yet. Yeah. (laughs) And we need 50 unique listeners, and we're almost halfway. (laughs) Almost. It only took 40 episodes to get halfway to 50 listeners. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm confident that we could do that by the end of 2022. Is that too small of a goal? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they call them unique listeners. I don't want to just say, like, we're, like, at 25... (laughs) total listeners ever in 40 episodes because we got much more than that but we just need to get a 50 <laughs> i was gonna ask you what why do these listeners have to be unique <laughs> i i don't know i don't know what that means maybe it goes off like different ip addresses oh yeah so, like you can't listen on like five devices in your house that's what i'm thinking or if people like listen together as like a little yeah watch or listen party if y'all are listening together like in the car or something stop listen separately (laughs) we want the separate plays (laughs) yes have it's okay to have alone time okay i know we can all be independent for an hour a week yeah it's fine it'll be okay but nonetheless megan we can't thank you guys enough for the support tuning in for every anchor ad this year I mean, really, we started this on a whim, having no idea what the hell we were doing, and we made it to the end of the year. So I think we deserve a pat on the bat for just getting this far. <laughs> and hopefully a couple of dollars. Yeah, I'll give the stats a little bit later, but it's more than a couple. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. More than a couple pennies. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you guys so much for joining us. Follow us on social media on our Instagram on Crime on Tap Pod. Crime on Tap Pod. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Well, okay, I'm going to get into that later, but Podbean <gasps> is actually off the charts. Oh my, it's like off the charts, like so good, or like it has been removed from oh, the charts. <laughs> been like removed. Ooh, so not good. So not good. So, who's ever been listening on Podbean has stopped, unfortunately. Oh my god. The best platform. (laughs) The scandal. But we, again, guys, we thank you so much for joining us on our final episode of 2021. It has been a wild year. And on this episode, we're just going to give it like a 2021 Crime on Tap, also known as Cot. (laughs) (laughs) 
oh my god is that gonna be uh, we need an acronym to go c-o-t cot well it's gonna be an episode a yearly wrap-up we're gonna talk about what we've learned yes. some of our favorite moments and highlights mm-hmm. and yeah we're it's gonna be super fun Alrighty, so let's get right into it megan um uh, what, uh, right into what are you drinking oh first well i'm drinking a coffee i have a nice coffee on deck ready to go down my gullet which i feel like is a trend on crime on tap as of late like as of like june we have consumed so much coffee on this podcast (laughs) when the original intent was to like get drunk and wasted and talk about crime (laughs) but see one thing is like once you're drunk i feel like you can't control you can't be concise you don't necessarily my words are slurring right (laughs) You can't get blacky when you're trying to record a podcast. Yeah. Well, I will say on episode one, Casey Anthony, I was like blacky. Like, I didn't even know what I was saying. My words were slurring. It was just a hot mess. And I'm pretty sure we re-recorded that twice. Yeah, we wanted perfection. Perfection. That's what we strive for. And now we just strive to put it out and post it. (laughs) Yes. Give you guys something to listen to. We know you just appreciate listening to our voices. Mm-hmm. Especially when Sean is sick and sounds like that. <laughs> Our outro of me literally dying, trying to do the um, hyena cackle at the end. <laughs> you haven't been able to do that in months. <laughs> I know. It's been rough. But uh, Megan, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I've put away the coffee so that I can sleep tonight. And okay. I'm having some good old fashioned water. Ooh. But let it snow peanuts cup so the cartoon so it's festive you're so festive even though i use those cups all year round but <laughs> <laughs> already megan so now that we have our little drinks let's get right into time all right so i sent megan a little agenda for today's episode because it was just kind of like thrown together because that's how we do it here on cot <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Why is this a thing now? I don't know. (laughs) It's going to be a thing. So the first thing on our list is to just discuss, like, jokey jokey, like, our New Year's resolutions. Now, with Mm -hmm. me, I never make resolutions because I never stick to them. So I just kind of make improvements in my life or things that I want to, like, like look forward to in the year. Because, like, really, at this point in my life, I am who I am and I'm not going to change. So... (laughs) I know. I feel like not to sound old, but I totally agree. I feel like that's a, like a young twenties thing where it's like the world is so fresh and new, and you can be anybody. I definitely feel like I am what I am. And that's all that I am. <laughs> okay, so like I am what I am, and I am what I am. Yeah, and then there's a picture of a yam on a shirt. Um, <laughs> okay, Doctor Seuss. And like you said, improvements. Like I'm not going. Like I always feel like it was like I'm gonna lose weight and everything. And so it's like an abstract goal and it's like instead yeah. i'm gonna make these goals of i'm going to one thing that i've been trying to do even before new year's is that every time i have to like i'll sit down and i'll be like oh i forgot to get myself a glass of water instead of like having nick do it or not getting a glass of water i'll get up oh like i can't find the remote i'm gonna get up and look for the remote you know yeah. so every time that i'm like oh i should get up and get this or i'm gonna get up and do it just like to keep you mm-hmm. know at least my body moving like i know it sounds like a little bit but compared to how i usually live my life that's just like one goal that that i have it's a small one but i feel like having smaller goals is better because 
then it's more rewarding because you're actually going to obtain them. Yeah. When you make like these broad sweeping claims, like I'm going to be a healthier person. It's like, (laughs) right. That's on a path for failure. Right. And I'm a checklist person. So I like very clear cut instructions that I can check off a list and know that I'm doing it. So that's kind of where, like you said, where I'm working on little improvements. Like I'm never going to be, I'm never going to run a marathon. Like kudos to people that do that, but I have no interest or drive to do that. Yeah. Like I'm never going to be someone who is like, doesn't have any anxiety. That's not ever going to happen. So it's like do reasonable (laughs) goals that are achievable and yeah. To go to your point about like just doing something, even for me, like I used to do this when I was in college with like, just like random things. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. Like if something's like dirty or like the sink has like a smudge on it, it's like I could take the five seconds and clean it or walk away and wait a week and it just escalates, you Mm -hmm. know? So like I always used to work on that too. It was like, just do it, just get it done. And then- Walk away and then, like, you feel so much better. Like, clean up the toothpaste smudge in the sink. Oh, well, I have to say cleaning has not been um, <laughs> not my strong suit. I did do a lot of dishes and I cleaned the girls' bowls. Yes. And so little things. I think it's like that's more about being an adult than people think. Like, adulting, he he he, taxes, yay. But it's like doing those little things. Like, I never clean the bathtub. But then... Once you own a bathtub, it's like, I need to clean this bathtub, like, every month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing. You don't realize when your parents aren't there to do those things. Yeah. You know, I would say, like, oh, the the laundry fairies, the vacuum fairies not coming. It's like, nope. Nope. I'm the vacuum fairy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's a good goal to set it, like, those little accomplishments that make you just feel better. Well, and also here, I have the same stance about Valentine's Day. Like, I feel like the New Year's, that shouldn't be the only time that you want to improve yourself and make yourself better. Yeah. You should always be doing that. Like, Valentine's Day. I think... It's stupid because Nick should be treating me every day like it's Valentine's Day. Right? That's, like, so motivating. (laughs) (laughs) Treat every day like it's Valentine's Day. I love that. All right, so for my improvements, I think I already talked about it on an earlier podcast. It's just to take better care of my health. Eye doctor. Like, I have insurance. I should be going to the eye doctor two times a year. I should be Mm -hmm. getting my teeth cleaned twice a year and like i just stopped doing that as i got older because like mommy wasn't there to make the appointment so (laughs) now it's like i haven't done that stuff in a long time so i figure like i should probably do that and also like get some blood work and like my coworkers at work both of them have had cancer and now like they've scared me into like getting like a colonoscopy because like you don't know like i could Mm -hmm. be fucking 26 with colon cancer right now and i don't even know it's happening so well i'd say the chances are pretty low like i don't think they even start doing that until you're like 40 i know but like she was telling me how she knows this kid who got colon cancer and i'm like don't be telling me that because i'm not getting that colonoscopy right now Well, I mean, it doesn't hurt to know your body and its inner workings and everything. Yeah. Be informed. Right? If I have the insurance, then I might as well just know what's going on with my body so I can fix things now and then they don't get worse as I get older. Mm -hmm. So that's like just mine is to be more healthy. And I might have like a big career change coming next year. So... (laughs) Depending on how things go in the earlier parts of next year... I might be doing a total 180 in life. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, this is news. This is news. So I might be going into real estate because I feel like that's the best place for me. <laughs> I really do. Because I've always had a fascination with like HGTV. And I feel like that's like so generic to say like, I love watching HGTV. I know everything about real estate, but I feel like it's the best career path for me because it's the only interview I'll ever have where I can say, I'm here to work hard and make a lot of fucking money. Give me the yes. job, you know? <laughs> And mm -hmm. a lot of it's however much you want to put into it is how much you're going to get out of it. And I feel like I do that every day with my own business. And I feel like I can make a lot more fucking money selling real estate than selling stuff from a thrift store on eBay. Yeah, because I mean, it's bigger items. It's a freaking house. Or... Right? Yeah. And I mean, with the commission, the commission base and everything, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely a path I want to get into because I'm happy where I am right now, but it's also like I want to make more money. Definitely feel like I could succeed in real estate. Mm -hmm. So. So that might be something I'll be looking into. Well, I mean, we're, even though I talk like I'm old, we're <laughs> young and there's the time to, well, even Lisa, my stepmom, she's 50, she's turned 52. She doesn't know what she wants to be when she grows up. Like, <laughs> we're ever evolving, changing. Right? It's and healthy I, to explore all your options. And I want to get into it while I can. You know, I don't want to have any regrets. So I want to at least try mm -hmm. because if it doesn't work out, then I can always go back to what I did before. So, but yeah, so that that's my resolutions for next year. Hopefully get healthy and a little career change. Oh, and also I want to hopefully buy something by April or May. So hopefully I have my license and I'm in real estate so I can buy my own house and have to pay the realtor fees. <laughs> <laughs> so you do it yourself. <laughs> exactly. So I have to pay any commission. All right. So next we have the stats of the pod. All right. So I have it pulled up right now. We're going to give you guys the 2021 wraps for Crime on Tap, otherwise known as Caught. <laughs> <laughs> I like how uh, we're just starting that after all this time. <laughs> I know. I love how I just invested in headphones on the final episode yes. <laughs> all righty so here's the stats for this year of crime on tap we've had a total of a thousand and seventy nine plays on 41 episodes which that's kind of crazy like we're really doing that oh should we do the math of like the average oh yeah give us the average okay. math queen over here oh don't <laughs> don't get too excited divided by 41 is so that's like 26 listeners per episode that's pretty good i guess that's kind of right because it's saying that our unique listeners is at 22 so i guess that's kind of right because it only does it for the last seven days let's see what other stats do we have here our top episode megan can you guess what our top episode was of the year uh, okay i'm gonna say just because of how we were baffled by this for a long time it's Chris Watts, but part two. Yes. I knew it. <laughs> oh my God. Wild. So part two of Chris Watts received 101 plays. Oh my God. Like unreal. Like what's up with Chris Watts? Everyone is obsessed with him. We should do an update on him because I guess the views, baby. Well, is he doing anything though? I don't know. Is he writing his manifesto in prison? I know. I heard that that was happening. So Right? Our second most played episode is part one of Chris Watts at 72 plays. That's, That's nuts. Such a disparity though. Like I know, right? People went to part two. They're like, I'm just going to get to the good stuff. <laughs> So yes, Chris Watts was our top episode of the year. We have listeners 
listeners in multiple different countries. We have listeners in Norway, Finland, mm-hmm. South Africa, Portugal, Sweden, Germany, Ireland, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, and majority of them are in the United States. The majority of listeners listen on Spotify. Next is Apple Podcasts. And then we have Overcast and Podbean has been kicked out of its fourth place spot. And we are now, our fourth place spot is now Podcast Addict. I feel like I've never heard of these. I've only heard of Spotify and Apple. I know. I've never heard of Podcast Addict. It doesn't even tell you what the others are until they make, they make the fourth place spot. We have 73% of our listeners at female, 25 at male, and then one at not specified, and zero at non-binary. Okay, I feel like at one point we did have some non-binary listeners. I know, where they go. And then our most popular age group is the 23 to 27 year olds, which, I mean, makes sense because that's our age. <laughs> right so that's how our experiences and the way we talk yeah like. which i'm so nervous because we have a few percentages six percent that is 22 and under which that's scary because like they are mean to like old people <gasps> like us you know they are we're what do they call us boomers Chunkos? Chunkos oh or... chuggy we're chuggy chuggy yeah <laughs> oh my god i feel like this whole podcast is chuggy like we're trying to be like hip I don't know. I feel like we're being ourselves and ourselves are just not hip. Yeah. And then we have 3% that is 60 and plus. I don't know who y'all are 60 and plus, but like shout out for figuring out how to use a streaming service. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We have more 55 to 59 listeners, 12% than 35 to 44, which is 10%. That's wild. And uh, I'm wondering if that's my mom. Because she's in that 52. She's in that category. So maybe that's why um, her and her friends. <laughs> Helen, she's pulling through for us. Yeah. <laughs> she's keeping it real for her category. All right, Megan, do you want to give our listeners our total income for 41 episodes? <laughs> so what we've made, our current balance, what we've made Wait. over 41 episodes. Oh my God. Okay. Is $9.96. woo <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, do you think we're going to get to $10 by the end of the year? We're only oh, four cents might. away. You yeah, guys, we need you listening on every service. Because <laughs> I'll post on the 27th this episode, so. Maybe that'll give us the four cents into the $10 tier. Are we like the $10 club? Oh my god, we can't actually cash in until we make 15 <laughs> Oh, wow. Really? So, yeah. Well, 2022 is a new year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a lot of plans. <laughs> I want to see per episode how much we make. I We can't calculate hours because those first couple of episodes took me like six hours. <laughs> 0. 0.24 cents an episode. <laughs> Wait, so is that a quarter basically? No, that's less than a cent. <laughs> Isn't it? Wait. Oh, no, I think that's a quarter. I think that's a quarter. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, yeah, about a quarter. I was thinking percent <laughs> of a penny is what I was thinking. See, I'm not the math queen. <laughs> We're making two-fourths a penny episode. <laughs> wow. So we... Well, that's a good stat. Like, a quarter an episode. Is okay, it worth see, it? <laughs> how many episodes would it take to make $100? <laughs> okay, maybe this is good notes. Maybe we can use this data for goals for next year. I don't even know how to calculate that. Would that be subtraction, division? What is that? <laughs> Wait, what are you trying to do? How many episodes, or how many... 100 divided by 0. 0.25? <laughs> <laughs> We have to make 400 episodes. 
You're so joking. We make 42 a year, so divided by 42, we have to. It take us nine and a half years. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at that, but. Oh my god! All right, can you just review the stats one more time? We need to make four hundred episodes. That's like almost eight hundred hours of work. Basically, we can work like one or two days and make that <laughs> at our normal jobs. Wow, I don't know if I have that in me, Megan. <laughs> yeah, so we got to get some more sponsors or something. <laughs> I guess we just got to start posting on social media or something. I know, as our social media liaison has told us. <laughs> well. Think about it. If we just give one more sponsorship, we can cut that time in half. <laughs> so it'd be only like five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys wait. Once we get a sponsorship, oh, mm, we're going to be playing like five sponsors an episode. All right. So next to have on our list is what we learned in our first year podcasting, which I took some detailed notes. Oh my God. My first note says that this shit ain't easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I think we can both mutually agree that starting a podcast was like fun and jokey jokey in the beginning. It was exciting. And then it almost became like a nuisance. Having to think of ideas because we don't have a producer. Having to record the podcast. Having to find time to record. Our partners getting equally upset with us for recording. (laughs) Yes. And having to work around their schedule. Not just Sean and I's, but theirs as well. To thank you for canceling your Christmas shopping. I'm sorry. I'll just do it tomorrow. Okay. And then finally, also editing the podcast, we learned it is the last thing that we want to do. We give us ample time to edit the podcast and we wait to the last day every single time. So I'll go ahead. Because I learned that I like repetitive tasks that I can like zone out to. So like, that's why I love listening for Sean, because I can put on a different podcast (laughs) right our youtube video music and i could do the same thing sweeping at the shop you know and just zone out and do my thing and yeah all is well but with the podcast editing it's 100% your attention you have to look you have to listen yeah and i just feel like with the rapid uh, this is getting deep but like with the rapid evolution of technology in our lives we don't have attention spans anymore like no. it is so hard for me to do a singular thing like i have to play with slime as i watch tv or I physically can't watch TV. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's getting bad. So, like, to the point where I have to focus so much on one singular task is beyond painful to me. Yeah. No, I agree. Because, like, I have to be in the perfect setting. The temperature is going to be just right. Nothing can distract me. And then I can edit the podcast. Otherwise, I'm distracted. The TV's on. I hear it. The dog's barking. I can hear them. Too many things going on. It's just not going to happen. Or I feel like if someone's doing something I'd rather be doing, I get FOMO. Yep. Like if Nick's like, oh my god, this movie is so good. I'm like, eh. I want to play with slime and watch it. (laughs) I know, but instead I got to use two hours of my Sunday to edit the podcast. Right, and with complete focus. And then God bless him, he tries to talk to me. And I'm like, yes, mm -hmm." (laughs) and I have to pause it. Mm -hmm." (laughs) You're just prolonging the... Right, that's what I tell Patrick. Yeah, I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't even say a word right now. So that's one of the things we're going to be working on for next season is that 
we enjoy putting out long episodes, but really it's painful, really painful for us to even get them out to you guys. We're going to be working on maybe making more concise episodes, changing kind of the whole format in of itself. So it's appreciative for your attention spans and also ours when editing. So it's a win-win for everybody. And I feel like, so it's not going to be as like one topic in depth. It's going to be just like you're scrolling through well, not quite that quick of TikTok and it's like one thing, the next thing, like you, you're you engaged every time because yes. it's something new. Yeah. And I feel like that's um. definitely like our favorite format because we haven't found enjoyment really in researching cases, figuring out all the details, listening and watching all of the court hearings. If this was our full-time job, we totally would be down to do all that stuff. But really, just not enough time in the damn day to do all that. And I think just from listening back and stuff, I think where we excel is where we're like riffing and joking. Yes. And not when we're our voices are professional and reading like off of uh, informational scripts. Yeah. So I think it will be a much easier format and honestly just more enjoyable to listen to. So we're excited for next season. We want to spoil exactly everything that we're doing. But season two, we're coming in hot, baby. And we're going to get those 50 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we're going to make that $10. <laughs> Um, so again we are taking off the month of january if you guys didn't hear in the last episode but in that month we're going to be brainstorming we're going to be creating new intros creating new a new ad for anchor yes they love it they love our um shout outs to them and all the money that we make them (laughs) yes because they ain't giving us a a share it feels like giving us nothing and yeah we're hoping to come back february stronger than ever hopefully posting more but shorter episodes which i think is doable yeah so i i'm excited for the future and we're really doing the best that we can (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like we went like full monty too quickly and didn't realize yeah so i feel like we need to pull back and be more realistic about yeah what we can do (laughs) but i mean so happy we did it we finished season one like really we pushed through it i'm so proud of us for even getting to this point you know i think that shows a lot because this is not easy i don't know how many times i got to say it this whole process was not an easy one so for us to even be here right now very proud i feel like we accomplished a lot and i'm really i have no regrets of what we did this year so Mm -hmm. it's all about the consistency and we pulled it out i mean we missed a few but like we always came back we bounced back and really like Mm -hmm. unless you're working with a network or some podcast like affiliated production like starting anything is going to take time so you know this first year that we did the podcast it was like our training year you know we just got our training wheels on and we're trying to figure out how this shit works and now i think we have a pretty good idea of like what we can handle and what what we enjoy producing or like releasing because some of the episodes like we put out and it's just like i really didn't enjoy looking into it i didn't really enjoy talking about it and i didn't enjoy editing it so it's like why would we continue doing stuff like that why not just do things that we like doing and i think we needed this year to figure that out i think it was a success you know you gotta take the good from every situation Mm -hmm. so and so speaking of good we also wanted to bring up some of our like favorite moments or cases yes so you go first shawnee what which ones did you love all right so the first one on my list is with chris watts that Mm -hmm. case 
was just so enthralling and watching that Netflix documentary it was just so sad how it all played out I mean from the first 10 minutes of seeing Chris Watts himself going through the house and speaking to police and then finding out in the end that he was making all this up and seeing how somebody like him like a psychopath is really acting in the moment and trying to like figure out like what his like movements his like mannerisms what he was saying and how to like identify somebody who's lying in the moment you know that was just so fascinating for me to see yeah definitely was a like i actually enjoyed researching that one i think compared to the other ones yes and it was especially like watching it back again seeing all the times knowing after knowing what he did true crime has really come into its own with the body cam footage like now (laughs) we get to see in that moment like never before yeah yeah oh i I was gonna say like i think i watched it one time after like we recorded because i wanted to watch it again like i was just so fascinated and interested in that case just because of the body cam footage to see like to see what he was saying in the moment and i think also the ending of how he basically killed his daughters twice was oh my god for like a crime lover like us that was just so disgusting to see but also so fascinating because it's just like what was going through his head in that moment when he killed them twice i think there's like morbid curiosity about just how can a human being do that and i also enjoyed it because it was our most listened to podcast <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we got the queen on that one. Yes. My second one. And I tried to bring up ones that we like referenced multiple times throughout the year. Chris Watts was one. Number two, I think, had to have been Joel Guy. The amount of times that we brought up Joel Guy Jr. and his mom's head in the pot. <laughs> Like, everybody on Crime on Tap knows about Joe, Joe Guy in his mother's head. Yes, I. that was actually the one I was thinking of that was probably my favorite because, and that was another one I enjoyed researching just because it was just, it's really the ones where you're, you get to be in the mind of the killer, like with his manifesto and, yes. and watching the trial and hearing from the sisters and everything. Yeah. And, and just, just also the horror of it, how gruesome it is. Like, I think that's what Chris Watson joga jr had in common was just like the cruelness of it is interesting we sound terrible but i know it I mean it's just so <laughs> i hate to say fascinating but it's just like to be a fly on the wall when joel guy was cutting his mom's head off like it just doesn't seem real i think that's what's so fascinating about it to be in that moment watching that happen must like i can't that's like the most fascinating part about it you know mm-hmm. like and also i think it was the body cam footage because we got the body cam the police going through the house while like his parents were dismembered around the freaking house yeah and we'll also seeing the cops reaction of like oh shit this what are we walking into (laughs) it's just so unreal that it happened is what makes it so fascinating but that was another one of my favorites because i feel like we brought him up so many times throughout Mm -hmm. the year so i feel like he definitely deserves at least honorable mention i think my other ones was when we did the pop quizzes i think those were a lot of fun they were engaging and we learned about the deaths but in an interesting way and we got to i think that was like the first time we really got to like play off each other and yeah be goofy and i think i i had a lot of fun doing those yeah i think that like was the first time we strayed from just researching a topic and talking about it Mm -hmm. which i think that really got us in the groove of like we can just go off the whim and banter and make a podcast and i think people will still enjoy it we're funny we're goofy funny and goofy my next one was all of the snapped episodes oh yeah (laughs) and how we literally just had to stop producing those 
those episodes because they were all the same concept literally Mm -hmm. like in every single one there's similarities there's a cell phone ping off the tower there's a woman who's trying to hire somebody out to kill her husband to collect his life insurance money what else that was the main storyline behind so many of those snapped episodes that was like i don't know how many more times i can talk about this well and also something i noticed we was like oh when we can't think of something else we do snapped but those are actually hard because we had to i don't know about you but when i'm watching it i stop and start it a hundred times so that i could take notes i'm like this is taking me longer Yeah, so like a 40-minute episode, it takes me two hours to watch. I think it was just easy to say the idea, oh, let's just do a snapped episode. Okay, done. We knew the mission. We knew what we had to do. It was just doing it was hard. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. But I agree with you. I think, which one was your favorite? Eve Nance. She was our first snapped. Yeah, I loved her. But I I feel like snapped really brought out the best in the first episode. (laughs) You know, because they got to keep the watcher coming back. Oh, yeah. That was the first episode of of that season, right? Yeah. I think, honestly, my favorite was Martha and McClancy. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that. Because she was an old lady. And she's really? like, oh, a cute little granny. And it's like, she's a horrible manipulator, murderer. Like, that one was great because she was slipping shit in his potatoes. Yes. She was sneaking off with another man. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, his best friend? Yeah. And then he actually had a part in the killing, which that one was great. I love that one too. And then he was like arrested for like valor, honor stealing or whatever. And oh my God. About poor, and that one was so good because it was twists and turns. Yeah. I really didn't see anything coming to that one no mm. i liked that one and mm. i feel like i liked beatrice camper because of that that fan in the window got me every time. <laughs> which one was it with that lady was that the first one eve, da- eve dance no was it beatrice camper yeah because remember she's like oh yeah he provided for her and his and with the taxi service i'm like really the fan in the window of the apartment complex is not giving me luxury here which one was it with like the sister remember the sister that was so fucking funny and like we came on we're like we have to talk about her oh i think it was eve nance yes that's who it was oh what was the it was a clip with her funny accent yes we'll have to listen to that episode again because that's when we were like really went hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) putting in audio clips we've talked about that before but audio clips are hard (laughs) i know the next ones the next two i have are just like anything that involved the florida crime i think that's definitely going to be a segment in next season it's just a florida crime (laughs) because they're so crazy and the people are stupid and fun to laugh at right sums it up (laughs) i feel like we could be solely a florida crime podcast like daily there's plenty of material right and then next i had just ranting about mlms because i feel like both of us are so passionate about mlms that it really took us two episodes to get it all out i and i could still go for episodes and episodes more i feel like i'm always seeing i mean i just have to watch the lulu row documentary and it gets me all fired up oh yeah and it's everywhere because remember i we just talked about last night that my old freshman roommate reached out to me about an mlm (laughs) and i just ignored her (laughs) she's coming at you with the mlm i know (laughs) it's everywhere they don't stop girl boss oh my god i saw a meme that was like can we stop being girl bosses and just like sleep (laughs) yeah oh i saw that too i was like yeah (laughs) Can the grind actually stop? (laughs) Can I actually take a break? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then my final one was the Brian Laundry 
saga which that was so much fun to cover because i feel like in every episode we had an update it was Mm -hmm. live action it was happening in the moment and we could keep our listeners updated once a week with a new brian laundry update so i really enjoyed that because it was just like consistent consistent content well i think so especially for like a crime podcast to be able to give updates like as it's happening and be involved as it's happening and we're all finding stuff out together i think was right fun yeah Mm -hmm. and unfortunately it came to a not so good end but uh, I still believe he's out there, but... Oh, yeah, conspiracy. Get my tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm seeing here that we actually posted our first episode in March. March 1st. Oh, was it March 1st? Yeah, for some reason I thought it was like end of January, beginning of February. Oh, well, we really hit off March strong. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything else to talk about? I think that's the wrap on Crime on Tap. Wow, so guys, <laughs> that is the wrap, Megan. On Crime on Tap. <laughs> <laughs> That's our 2021 wrap. I thought that was really clever. I was waiting the whole time to say that. It was good. I'll give it to you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But guys, we can't thank you guys enough for joining us on the final episode of Crime on Tap. We're going to come back. We're not lying. We're going to come back in February of 2022 with season two of Crime on Tap. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod and listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and all the other ones. Mm -hmm. And And if you want to, if you miss us so much through the month of January, I'd say just binge the whole season several times, I think. (laughs) Binge Um, all 42 episodes. Yes, all month long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you really miss us that badly. But hopefully we have a new, I know we say it every year, but really I think this year, social media, we're going to really need it if we're going to want to get to those 50 listeners. And I think that's like our first goal of the new year. The new season is to get to those 50 listeners so we can start getting new sponsorships, getting new listeners, and really trying to get more involved with our listener base. Because really, without them, we would be nothing. Because we wouldn't be putting out this podcast for zero listeners. So we appreciate the 22 unique at the end of 2021. We hope you guys come back for 2022. Yes. (laughs) But Megan, oh my God, is it like our final time to sign off? For this year. Oh my God, I might cry. This is so sad. I'm emotional. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, you want to do it together? Want to hold hands? Oh my God. Through the screen. (laughs) We'll We'll see see you guys guys next next year year where crime is always on tap. (laughs) 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 Bye, season one. (laughs) What what was was that? (laughs)